Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Simply Talk brought to you by Simply Creative. My name is Andres Sarmiento and today I'm joined by my co-host Jeffrey Creighton and a wonderful guest. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Whitney Deal. The amazing, multi-talented theater film actress, Whitney Deal. And uh, she writes, <laughs> I remember you write. I remember that as well. I forget that. I think I think from now on, Jeffrey, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like introduce the the desk because you have a hell of a trailer pitch voice when it comes to it. I just like talking to people, man. You know, someone told me a long time ago that I could do radio, and here we are, right? It's, it's funny how the world works. Yeah. Jeffrey, you can do anything. You are multi-talented. All right, so yeah, we're we're joined by another fabulous actress. The only difference this time is that she is overseas uh where's that you're at right now i am in london london right now what brought yes. you to london so what brought me to london actually was just um to experience something new and um yeah ultimately i do want to act in like on every continent and just be kind of global and have those experiences but what brought me to london um was this one class called method acting and so um, I came here in 2019, it was October, and I stayed right up until March 1st, actually, of 2020. I came back right in time, you know, before the pandemic got really crazy. You know, I found out some Americans actually got stuck over here. And the odd thing, you know, no one knows this, but I left in a week early before my class ended. And I was supposed to extend my flight, but if I would have extended my flight one week, I would have been at risk of not being able to get home. So um, yeah, yeah, I waited, I did my quarantine and the moment the restrictions kind of let up, I loved London so much, I just kind of came back. And so um, now I'm studying acting at Identity School of Acting. And um, yeah, yeah, I really like it. It's very exciting. Um, I'm learning a lot here. And so I feel like I answered that, right? That's what brought me there. Is it for like theater or is it just the general with acting in general um, for film and television or is it just? Um, it's general with acting. Yeah, okay. definitely. Like um, for example, the classes that I took this term uh, we call them semesters, but this was a term. Um, I took classics with Ricky Dukes. Love Ricky. That was pretty much a Shakespeare class, which was so exciting. I think I like did Shakespeare in college. No, no, no. I did it at AMDA, American Musical and Dramatic Academy in Los Angeles. And I told myself that I would never never do it again i'm interested in knowing the road that got you there like um the ups and downs like what, what, what's the story behind that like what what brought whitney to london today and was there any hardships that kind of like was in the process for you to be where you are right now yeah i think probably um my biggest tribulation that i faced was my mom passing away in 2011 it was July 11, 2011, 7, 11, 11. I'll never forget that number. And um, so at the time I was in Tallahassee 
and I just joined the Black Actors Guild at Florida State. I always knew I wanted to perform. I knew I wanted to act, but I had no idea how to get there or how to make it happen. I never took an acting class or anything. I just knew that I did enjoy performing arts and I would check out books in the library, you know, to learn about the different techniques, upstage, downstage, stage left, stage right, and things like that. And so um, it wasn't until I auditioned at the Black Actors Guild. And I'll never forget um, this girl named Lauren Muller. Like I was gonna kind of cop out on the audition and she said, hey, you could go in front of me. And I'm just like, ah, okay. And so um, I auditioned, um, I got in and um, I got my first lead role. And you know, I'm not trying to gloat, but I feel like I've been like hitting and getting nice lead parts ever since. It means a lot that you opened up that much uh, to us. And it kind of like, I don't know if Jeffrey knows this, but it kind of hits home for me too. And it's actually, sometimes these losses kind of like when used properly by oneself, it kind of like turns into motivation and aspiration to want to show that even in the afterlife, you want to show your loved ones that they should be proud of you or you, you want to make them proud regardless if they're still with us or not. And I say that because in 2012, like I used, uh, I'm still a chef, but I went into being a chef because my dad got me inspired to make food and all that. He would always take care of the holiday meals and like he had a bunch of cookbooks and I went into culinary school at the time he was living in Colombia. The moral of the story is, um, when when I got my first kitchen job um, was around the time that my father came to visit us and he came very ill. He had cirrhosis, like his, his liver was very damaged because of over drinking. And without getting too much into detail, he never got to see me in the kitchen. He never got to see me with my chef uniform. He never got to see my growth. But I chose not to let that be a crippling factor. If anything, I chose that to be my motivation to like, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to show you that I can do it. And I know for a fact, and I'm not sure if you feel this way about your mom, I know that you're watching over me. You're going to be my guardian angel and my inspiration. That's going to get me to where I want to get. I knew that, though. I, I, Whitney told me that about her mom, uh-huh. you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's hard losing. It's always going to be hard losing a parent, you know. And it, no matter what age you are, it's tough. You know, I lost my father. I, I didn't know how to navigate the rest of the rest of the world when it happened. You know, a part of you gets sucked away in a sense. So it, it's always going to be tough. You know, mine's passed away when I was like 14, you know, and I'm like, damn, how do I deal with high school the rest of the way? How do I deal with this? How do I deal with that? You know, I didn't cry, but I, I just was like, there was a sense of being lost a little bit. And sometimes that does, I, I, that still does happen every now and then, but it, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to know that, you know, people are still continuing on and, and doing what they always feel they should be doing. Like Whitney, Whitney's like, all right, you know, this has happened to me, you know, and um, you're able to still do what you want to do. I do have like um this really funny story, right? So since you know, we're yes. talking about cooking, right? Um, so I was hosting this party at my house, and Jeffrey. Oh came over my and god, he was... <laughs> Jeffrey! 
Jeffrey was the only, um, I think at that time you were pescatarian. You only yeah. ate fish. And so um, I feel like I cooked everything so delicious. But then I accidentally dried out the fish because I let it overcook. And it's just like, I feel like I gave Jeffrey just this horrible fish. It was so <laughs> disgusting. And he just tried to pretend like he liked it and it was good anyway. But I know it was, I know it was bad. I know it was bad, you know. Oh, man. You but remember that? I oh. think... I, I remember it. I think I'm a good cook, despite that overcooked fish that I gave Jeffrey that one time. I remember. I, that. Love- I remember that day, Whitney. What do you What do you like to do outside of acting? Like, what do you do in your free time? In my free time, you mentioned something about gardening, also. Why don't I go blank? Yes, yes, I do love plants. I've definitely got into the plant game um, for a while. My sister, um, Kima. She actually um, started me off, you know, with plants. And I've just grown such an attachment with them. They're so cool. I love it. Um, Actually, one of my hobbies is exploring. I like going new places. Um, Most times here, I'll just catch a bus that I haven't caught yet and just get on it. And if I see an area that's interesting, I just get off and just kind of walk around and just see what's what's around just explore the area um I do like to write um a little I can't say like um is so much writing but um I will do that you also do it because you like you said it's a form of expression like it's it's creative so if you ever come to Miami I'm gonna study my my cake design and we're gonna do a little cake showdown let's see who wins I like that and the winner gets to <laughs> eat the cake and the loser too. But no, so, you know, talking about balance, I know one of the things that, you know, you, when I reached out to you, you were saying like, you know, um, you, you spend time with your thoughts and um, it allows you a chance to just breathe. And then I, I believe you also said like, you, you don't feel like, because you don't feel like you have to be obligated to anyone now that you're in, in London. And that was something that I was like, I wanted you to kind of like dive a little bit more into. And I, but I didn't want to ask, you know, any follow-up question at the time when we were like texting or whatnot. So I just wanted to see if you wanted to like touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, I feel like back at home. um, Okay. It's something about being in a land of familiar you know um it's this book called um by Bruce Wilkinson called the dream giver and like the first part of the book he's just using um these different um I'm not sure if it would be called an analogy but um he's telling the story about this um guy named ordinary who he had to go to the land of um to be somebody you know, in order to pursue his dream. And his first main challenge was getting out of the land of familiar, you know, Mm -hmm. his dream could not happen if he was in that land of familiar. So he had to leave the land of familiar in order to chase his dream that the dream giver gave him. And so I feel like it's that, um, my mom gave me that book. And so I feel like that was kind of like, it's the same thing. When I'm back at home, I have so many distractions because, you know, I have my family, I have my friends and it's just like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to go there? Let's do this. Let's go there. Blah, 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 blah. And so um, 
and even if so, you know, people like checking in a bit more, just kind of filling your schedule with different things, different activities. Um, even if you did go somewhere, it's um, a high chance that you might run into somebody that you know. So if I was to go to a cafe to want to get away and read a book, you know, I can run into someone and then that'll take up my time. And so it's just like um, being here in London where I'm not known where no one knows me, it's like, um, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. I have the freedom to explore and just discover who I am, you know, without any um, extra influences from my friends or from my family. But I, I wanted to say something before that, because it's like, you're discovering who you really are. I, I saw something on Instagram, my birds are chirping in the background. But um... I love it, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I heard um... them. And so this guy, he was he he was saying he went to a therapist and um he he, he, he no after the fact he was like he was just saying I I I'm, I live my life trying to be a good husband a good brother a good father a good son you know try to do my best at work or whatever and he said he explained all that to his therapist and then his therapist asked him when you strip away all those layers who really are you who you are and he said he broke down in that moment but that's when yeah. he truly started to understand like he started to figure out who he really was that moment what he really wanted so he had to and yeah. it's basically i'm just saying like hey i had to move away get away from some of that stuff too to understand like what who am i on the inside and that brings me back to the acting because i know you mentioned that uh, the realism part of it you know uh, uh wanting to touch on that a little bit and what i wanted to say on top of it is that a lot of times you don't see that because people are not showing layers of who they are I'm not sure if that's what you meant, but I definitely wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think because, um, so what I learned in the Strasbourg method, and this is what I truly appreciated about the method, like um, you have to know where you are in order to even begin working. You know, like um, during your warm up process, which is called like the basic relaxation, you're finding out where you are and then you're taking that and then moving forward in the text with it. You're not saying, OK, I feel stressed and aggravated and frustrated and I missed my train today, but my character is happy right now. So I'm going to put aside how I feel right now in this moment and just pretend to be happy. Like that's anti-Lee Stratford. You know, Lee Stratford's method is pretty much saying, no, first we're gonna relax. We're gonna find out where we are in that relaxation. Okay, I'm frustrated, I'm aggravated. Um, I'm egotistical right now. I wanna do a good job. I'm this, I'm that. And once you find that, then you can relax and go ahead and proceed with the text, not stripping away all of those things, but embracing them and then using that. So it's impossible to give the same performance over because you know what I'm saying? It's, mm. it's not likely that you'll be the same person that you was today as opposed to yesterday or that you'll be in the same mood. So his whole thing is giving a real performance you're not hiding behind anything you're totally embracing who you are how would you encapsulate this whole message and imagine you're talking to a brother to a friend to a family member and through all your hardships and also like like uh, rewarding experiences what is that piece of advice that you would give that person 
Um, the piece of advice that I would give that person is to one, know what it is that you want to do, you know, because if you want to be famous, then there's many, many ways that you can just be famous, you know, um, two, if you want to be a great artist, then that is going to take a longer process. That is going to take a lot of self-development to achieve that. But my thing is know what you want and be true to what it is you want. If you just want to be famous, then do your thing. That's what you want. No one can dictate if what you want is good or if it's bad or, you know, or anything. But if you know where you want your destination to be, then you can understand and lay out the road to get there. Um, the second thing I would say, okay, the first one is knowing what it is that you want to do. The second thing is be brave, you know, be brave. There's no way you can be any type of artist without bravery. You know what I'm saying? That's just a part of the gig. And it's okay to be shy. To be shy is, you know, our personality, like introverts, extroverts, and things like that. It's a difference. But you have to be brave to face these things, to go places where you um, don't feel comfortable, to push boundaries, to explore your range, you know, explore your range. Because once you start exploring that, then that's when you're going to discover and find new things that you never thought that you can do. You know, um, I will always say, uh, my third thing I would say is, don't be afraid to learn something new. There's no way you can grow if you keep doing the same thing that you're doing. You have to expand your borders, like you must. If that's through a book, if that's through a class, you know, never be complacent. Never think, okay, well, I did get on this show and now I'm all that and I don't need to go to acting classes or anything like that. No, always keep growing you know, because you're eventually going to outgrow yourself, which is now that's when the magic actually happens, you know, and that's where you'll feel the most gratitude. And um, the last thing I would say is never give up. You can't give up. Like great things take time. You know, you're a cook. You get what I'm saying? Can you imagine if um, you wanted um, a beautiful chicken, you stuffed it with thyme and potatoes and carrots, and then you just stuck it in the microwave, as opposed to you taking that chicken and you putting it in the oven, and not on high either, because you're going to burn and crisp out the skin, but you put it on a nice low setting and you give it time to marinate, time to rose, you know, to let all those juices flow and everything like that come out like good things take time. Now, here's the famous question that probably Jeffrey gets tired of me asking all the time, but it goes with the theme of the show. So, uh, Whitney, uh, what is creativity for you? Creativity for me is one, embracing who you are and giving yourself the permission and the freedom to stamp your outlook on a particular subject and share that with other people. Damn, you know, I heard that before, like giving yourself, uh, you shouldn't have to ask yourself permission or something like that. I forgot how to say it went, but a lot of teachers yeah. would tell you that, you know, you shouldn't have to ask yourself for permission to do something, you know? It's a powerful yeah. thing, man. And it's overlooked also. It's something that's very overlooked. People think that they believe that sometimes they're not capable of doing something because they just don't have 
the the approval or the the resources to do so but like it's all on you like yeah it's all on you to be like expressive doesn't have to be creative it's expressive it's a it's expression Sydney, it is a pleasure talking to you i haven't seen your face in so long you know and i always enjoy talking to you you are a beacon of light in this world and i truly admire you and i love you no i i love you too jeffrey like you have always been real consistent from day one like the world definitely needs more people like you in it seriously thank you and i do i do appreciate that and then like you you always just pull something else out of your hat you know i don't know if you're on this path of self-discovery maybe but now you're doing talk show you write your bomb actor you film I'm always impressed with you, always. And I'm so proud of you. All right, well, it was a pleasure having this conversation. Or, or you guys can come and do the show in London. I think that's a better option. Well, we got the budget. Yeah, that's a long flight for me. Um, oh, Jeffrey, come on. You're going to jump out of a plane one day. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the indoor like skydive kind of thing. <laughs> I'll cheat it. But we'll nice. see. All right. Awesome. Well, I uh, like this was a very engaging conversation. It was full of details. And thank you so much for taking the time to share your story like that. I think that's what I love about these little podcasts. It's not just us talking about what we do, but also giving our stories for others to see. Um, yeah. So thank you. for I sharing. think it helps a lot of people, too. You know, what yes. I, mean? I, I know it, I know it's helping me as well. In, in my own in my own way you know it does help with that that self-discovery part that Whitney mentioned because yeah I am on that I am on a path of self-discovery myself um but this podcast has been an eye-opener in a lot of ways and I enjoy every conversation that I have with someone so yeah this is amazing I loved every single second of it seriously I wish yeah. you guys so much luck with this I really do this is great what you're doing. And just, you know, I'm sorry, world, but I have to say this. They asked me what I wanted to talk about. You know, it's just like you guys are giving people the freedom. I feel like freedom is a word that just kept coming up throughout this whole thing. You know, but yeah. the fact that you gave me the freedom to come and to express what Whitney wanted to share, I mean, that's so important. That matters. And I'm so appreciative of that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank for you. It. And for those listeners that are out there that feel I want to say something or share with the world, shoot us a message and we'll see how we can work something out at the end of the Hell day. Yeah. We're going to get a studio yeah. and it's going to be live and we're going to be in the studio. We're going to bring people in. We're going to bring Whitney in. We're going to bring all the people that already did a podcast. We're going to bring them in, sit them down and then we'll have a real good time then. That is both awesome and scary at the same time. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, to 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 put a wrap on it because if not, we're gonna continue this conversation. Yeah, I know. For the I whole know, day. Right? I know, right? And as always, thank you guys for watching and stay creative. <laughs>